0: All of the dumb things I did in high school were completely sober, yeah. under the influence of nothing but my own stupidity.
1: <laughs> All right, welcome to episode 23 of Who the Hell is This For?, our Michael Jordan episode, which Go. we somehow are doing without Riley. <laughs> uh, today we are talking about Footloose, just... An absolute banger from Kevin Bacon. Probably second only to Tremors, I would say.
0: <laughs> we were talking about this before the pod, about we all have different cultural touch points for Kevin Bacon, and none of them are Footloose, because <laughs> none of us were alive when Footloose came out. Uh, but it's this is what most people would probably know him for, right? His most yeah. famous role, you would Easily. say? Yes. Easily. Yeah. This is also the winner of our musical bracket um, yeah. from Twitter somewhat funny because we realized kind of afterwards it's not really a musical
2: actually now <laughs> so that you mention that
0: this was brought up a lot yesterday after you texted
1: that
2: well one I would like to make the point this was just Catherine's Shining moment to finally have a movie that I got to pick <laughs> yeah so whatever I needed to do to make Get that flippers. happen
0: uh, yeah
2: I was going to do that
0: So... Sneaky staff pick. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: (laughs) But a musical is defined as a play or movie in which singing and dancing play an essential part.
0: Singing... Is it singing or dancing? And dancing. Yeah, singing and dancing. They sing along
2: to the songs. (laughs) It's fine. Not
0: a single character sings the main point to any of these songs. I think Kevin Bacon is singing
1: when he's dancing in the... uh, in he
2: does the, his little like head thing and
1: like yeah, when he's too. When he's it. dancing
0: the never in the warehouse, I think he's singing. I'm gonna come up with a list of things where that happens. I'm gonna ask you if you think they're musicals. I'll probably <laughs> say no. Okay. So. I will have I'll <laughs> think of them by the end of the year, Baby so.
1: driver, is it a musical? I say
0: yes. Would you say I would actually I was gonna give an example, but I actually think it is a musical. School of rock is a musical. School of rock yeah. is a musical. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And it actually is. That, a that was actually that comes mentioned through through on Twitter
0: musical. by somebody. Yeah. yeah. Uh okay. Is The Breakfast Club a musical? No. Oh. There's that giant dance scene in the library. But they it's just it's have one the one scene. dance
2: scene. It's one scene.
0: I will I will fight that. There's one
1: dance scene does not a musical make. Multiple dance scenes, multiple choreographed dance scenes make a musical.
0: All right. I would I will say that. <laughs> so, okay. It, it, multiple if there's two is isn't a musical yes okay
1: as long as they're not back-to-back bullshit like they tried to pull at the end of this movie okay (laughs) all right they go from the like iconic footloose dance and they finish it and they're like oh but we're not done and they go into another song oh i guess that's for the end credits though yeah i forgot i had that complaint and then the credits started. i was like oh i get it never mind okay
0: (laughs) is save the last dance a musical (laughs) (laughs) Mmm... (laughs) Ah?
3: No. Okay.
0: It breaks your rule. They're like, that movie is about dancing. Uh, I mean, like,
2: in retrospect, is Footloose really a musical? No. Yes! Not really. (laughs) Would you find it on Broadway? No.
1: I thought they did do it on Broadway.
2: No. But Grease, like... I don't
1: know. You know what? You know, like, is Grease a musical.
0: Is... Well, Grease is a musical because yeah. they sing though. Yeah. Grease 2
1: also a musical. One of the best musicals stop I've ever talking watched.
0: Talking about Grease. 2. Grease 2 is so
1: fucking good. Why do you like that movie <laughs> Anyways, so much? I don't say it uh, Anyways, ironically stop. either.
0: All right. So <laughs> I'm not mad. We're doing footloose. I just wanted to give you shit about it being yeah. a musical. Uh, hey, I put
2: Selena on there too, and Selena by no means is musical.
0: <laughs> Selena is more of a. Musical I just I need
2: I threw out eight movies that I could finally <laughs> be enjoyed. Pity pity bum bum. Yeah, exactly. All right. Okay.
1: What have we been watching? What have we been watching? Well, last night Catherine finally got her way, and we watched <laughs> Wonder. Shocker. Oh, uh, is <laughs> it again? It is.
2: Yes. And so I. I've seen it before, but he was like, I'm going to cry the whole time. Well, I,
1: so I don't like the movies that are specifically made for the sole purpose of being heartwarming or like making you cry. You'd
0: rather have it be heartwarming by accident. Yeah.
1: Or. I'd ra- it, so I'd like, rather. And this. So this was genuine. Uh huh. But for a movie like The Blind Side, fuck The Blind Side. <laughs>
0: I feel I, like you don't like that for different reasons,
1: though. Yeah. yeah I mean, you just don't like
2: to feel like
3: that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's part of it. But also, it's like, if it is going out of its way to try and get me to have this reaction, instead of it just coming naturally from the writing, like, Green Mile. Green Mile does not go out of its way to do that, but just the way the character is written. it it's, if, if you take a real-life event and then, like... Force it into this like feel good box.
0: I don't know. I just don't like that. It makes it feel very lifetime. To Was me. wonder based on a real event? I'm not. It's it's based, based on a book.
2: book, but I'm not yeah. sure if the book is based off a real thing or not. Gotcha. I'll have to look that up.
1: Regardless, uh, really liked it. Yeah. Jacob Tremblay is the kid. Um, he does awesome. Yeah. There are some weak performances. I will say that, but. You're not going to it for like bangers of a performance. Uh-huh. It does have David Diggs in it though, oh. which was awesome. Catherine, what did you think about it?
2: I really like it. Um, I actually saw it in theaters when it came out, oh. um, and then yeah, own it
3: now. Very cool.
1: like, um, it, it did, it did piss me off the way I expected it to though, because the you know in a movie like this they're going to have that they're gonna be bullies, and the bullies in this movie are such fucking dicks <laughs> that I was mad. I didn't want to finish the movie because I, yeah. it just pissed me off so much that this kid is being such a fucking dick and telling him to kill himself. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Where are your parents? And then the parents come into the picture, and that's even worse. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I like uh. I like it because the ending, yeah, you get your like, <laughs> nice, cute little ending, but it's not as cheesy as... They normally are, you yeah. know. Yeah, gotcha. But this yeah. was
1: a lot less schmaltzy and cheesy than uh-huh. movies like this typically are. But
0: uh, it was emotional, but it wasn't
1: cheesy.
2: Yeah, another yeah. cheesy movie I watched this week. Um, I finally watched To All the Boys I Loved Before.
1: Uh, I heard Netflix. that was good.
2: It's cute. Yeah, I like it.
1: I'll I'll have to give that one a watch. Uh-huh.
2: I like it. The one dude, what's his name? Noah. Noah
1: Centineo, yeah, the he's... horny Twitter dude. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, he's cute. But <laughs> You know who else is cute? Bill Paxton. And I watched Near Dark with him. <laughs> what a segue. What okay. a segue. Anyways, Jeff, what have you? You like Bill Paxton though. Yeah, he's a dude we in, don't, yeah. He's in Twister. I know Tyler. Okay. But yeah. Uh Near Dark, I'm just gonna plug it if you haven't seen it, made by Catherine Bigelow that did the Hurt Locker. And it's huh. a vampire western from the eighties. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. It's it's uh, it's campy but also like serious enough where you you enjoy the story but also have a lot of fun with it. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, I mean that's those are the two things I watched this week.
0: I'll pass it on now. Nice. Uh, well, I finished Roma. Mm. Um, it's it's still my lock for the Oscar. I still okay. think it's, which I think after the Baftas, people a lot of other people think that Roma is going to win the Oscar because the Baftas, along with Golden Globes, are like predictors. Um, so I think we going to win it. It was really good. The best way I can describe it is that it's like, it's really beautiful and it's difficult. Um,
1: everything I've heard about it says that it is a hard watch.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and hard watch cause it's like slow or I think so. I think it's, it's partly because, so I'll give you an example. A lot of how they, how they're telling the story is they're just like, showing a scene of, like, the family life and, like, the family running around and, like, talking to each other and, like, leaving, going outdoors and stuff. So it feels, like, um, it feels really slow mm-hmm. um, just because so much of it is playing out in real time, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that makes it where you're just, like, you're in these scenes that are, like, 12 minutes long mm-hmm. that, like, you're halfway through and you're, like, I know this is a 12-minute scene. You yeah, know what I mean? like yeah. I know it's going to take forever to get there. So, and there's also just some difficult things in it. So and that's what
1: I've heard. I've heard m- the, not complaints, but the statements saying it's hard to watch have been about the content being very heavy in parts. And
0: I'll, I'll actually say it, that's it's very true. And there's mm-hmm. like two or three moments in there that you're just like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. But it's, I don't think it's as, it's not as much like, slogging to get through subject matter. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that's why it was difficult uh, yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. But there are, like, two three moments. I will say, there's there's such a cool... And I know this is what they were, what they were going for, but they show um, the maid, or, I mean, mm-hmm. whatever you would call that role, the housekeeper, the live-in person, and she's so intertwined with the family. Like, she, like, tells the children that she loves them, and they tell her that they love her, but there's, like, still this... Like employer-employee relationship type of thing, and there's a part where she's pregnant. Sorry, I don't mean to spoil this for everybody. Oh, whatever. There's a part where she's pregnant and she goes to the hospital, and they're like checking her in, and they ask the people that are with her like what their relationship is, and they're like we're we're her employer, instead of like. And so they're like, "Does she have any family here?" And they mm-hmm. say, "No." And so it's you know what I mean. It's this yeah. really interesting because she is such a part of their family, and there it's, it is this intertwined thing. But they're also not, and so it's, okay. it's that's that's the part that's really beautiful. There's a lot of really beautiful things, and it's really well shot, even though it's black and white. Mm-hmm. Like it's it is really really beautiful in that way. Yeah. So, but it is just tough. It's also long. That, I don't know how long it is. And that's what I've heard. It's, it's something that I had. I ended up watching like twenty minutes of. Like over multiple days, mm-hmm. um, just to kind of make sure I saw it. And then I watched um, something that's the complete opposite. I watched Fast Five <laughs> this week yeah. just to kind of decompress. Hey, but a it is bit. about
1: family too. So. That's right. Thematically,
0: that's right. you're still there. And then um, I've watched, I feel like I've started a bunch of different movies. Like, I just started watching movies when I get ready in the morning. And so I've seen, like, I'm a halfway through a rewatch of Seven. I'm halfway through... A what re- a way
1: to start your day.
0: <laughs> I know. I'm halfway through a rewatch of The Heat. Because um, the the first, like, 20 minutes of The Heat are the best part of that movie. Wait, The Heat or Heat? Heat. Sorry. Okay. Oh. I'm sorry. Heat. Not the Heat. Not the Sandra Bullock Okay, I was like, I didn't really like that one. Yeah. But just regular Heat. Um So, yeah. So, watching.
1: Well, nice. Shall we? I think we shall. Can you give us a Rotten <coughs> Tomatoes rundown, Catherine?
2: Oh, do you want the plot summary or do you want
1: the Let's rotten do plot tomatoes? summary first. Plot okay. summary first, then we'll do Rotten. What tomatoes. What is
0: Footloose about? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Moving in. From... One of the most bonkers fucking plots in the world. I forgot how insane it is until rewatching it. Yeah.
2: Moving in from Chicago, newcomer Ren McCormick is in shock when he discovers the small Midwestern town he now calls home... in Kansas. ...has made dancing and rock music <laughs> illegal. As he struggles to fit in, Ren faces an uphill battle to change things. With the help of his new friend, Willard he- Hewitt... Miles yeah. ...and a defiant teen, Ariel Moore, he might loosen up the cons- this conservative town. But Ariel's influential father, Reverend Shaw Moore, stands in the way.
0: I think it's Don't really that. interesting... Right away, that in the plot summary they describe Ren and Ari- Ariel.
2: Yeah, Ariel. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. As friends. Yeah. Right. They're like really not friends for most of the movie. Yeah, they they don't. Well, they say it with that new that friend
2: Willard and defiant teen Ariel. Oh, okay. So you can okay. take that. A
3: couple okay, last. gotcha.
2: Okay, <laughs> so came out in nineteen eighty four. Um, it made. Eighty million at the box office. Okay. Compared to made as much.
1: Okay, so not adjusted for inflation, just same number. It made the same amount as the Halloween reboot that came out. So like made, the 2018 so one? Made, yeah. Really? Yeah. So Footloose made more than the reboot if you adjust for yeah. inflation, but yeah. sheer number. I didn't know that the
2: new Halloween only made eighty million. Yeah. Huh. Anyways. Uh, compared to Dirty Dancing made 214, and Flashdance made 201.
0: I have some opinions about why, but we can, once we get into what it...
3: Patrick Swayze!
0: I mean, maybe. Maybe. Uh, but we'll go ahead and do some tomato Okay. Uh,
2: this one from earlier. Kevin Bacon moves like a machete, chopping through the jungle. (laughs) a rotten review <laughs> yes
0: yeah it's a bad thing
2: <laughs> it's a splat
0: <laughs> uh, uh, this one
2: okay so it's, <coughs> it's like Footloose is seriously conf- a confused movie that tries to do three things and does all of them badly what three things is it trying to do dance
1: dance Rebellious teenager rebellious teenage teenager. coming of age and then uh like high tension action thriller with two tractors driving at each other.
0: I was gonna say it's a critique on religious moral yeah. values. Yeah.
1: Probably just like small town, like, rigidity. Maybe this yeah. will
2: go with your theory of why Flash Dance made more. Footloose turns out to be a sort of Boy Scout version of Flash Dance.
0: Yeah. Yep. I mean, yeah. 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 I, I think that's pretty close. Should we get into. Oh, the tomato meter. Sorry. Oh, yeah.
2: Tomato meter oh, yeah. is 51%. For Uh the
0: critics?
2: Uh Uh-huh. And then audience is 71.
0: Okay. I think that
1: sounds about right. I'm kind of surprised it's even at 50 for critics.
2: The average critics' rating is 5.6 out of 10. And the average... Why is the critics' scale up to 10 and the audience up to 5?
1: That's just how it goes. It's weird. (laughs)
2: Uh, Average rating for audience is 3.3 out of 5. So. Okay. Hmm.
1: Weird. Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes has a really weird system. Yeah, I agree. Anyways...
0: Alright, so this movie, this (coughs) is... Beautiful movie. It is bonkers. So, whenever we're watching almost any of these movies, we're generally texting our our podcast group to get out some of our thoughts so we can react, basically. (laughs) And my very first text about this movie is, this movie is bad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've softened my edges on it a little bit, but during it, I was like... It's so confusing. I just want to talk a little bit about the plot like while we're getting into what worked well and what what didn't work well. I was going to say,
1: remember, we are in what worked well right now. I understand.
0: (laughs) But I just want to talk a little bit about the plot. So so the plot of this movie is that there's an event that happened in this town that is the catalyst for everything else that happened. So the preacher's son dies with a bunch of other teens driving off a bridge... Yes. Wait, After they're playing
2: chicken on a bridge. This After,
0: town
1: is or, obsessed with chicken, by yeah, the
0: way. Yeah.
2: That's their answer for everything. Oh, you not beef with me? Chicken.
0: Right. right. After a night of, of drinking and doing drugs. Okay, no, but
2: they didn't. That's the thing. Like, they didn't drink and do drugs. That part was never mentioned.
3: I thought they did.
0: No, they,
2: they went to a concert and came back. And they were racing or playing chicken or whatever on the bridge, and then died.
0: I thought they were they drinking. They weren't drinking.
2: I mean, they might have. Like I think it. I thought they supposed, said that. I think you're supposed to assume that they drank at the concert or did something at the concert, but no, they've not. Ne- they never say, "Oh, they hit it up at the concert and then died on the bridge." No, it was just they went to a concert and came back and died
0: all right, well, it kind of takes away my theory. I was going to say, no, I was going to say that the problem in this seems to be that teens are able to get alcohol and drugs super easily. Very easily. They don't even have
1: to hey mister anybody. Yeah, yeah.
0: And the town decides that they're going to tackle like a totally different problem, which is (laughs) music and dancing. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. (laughs) It's like, they're like, the kids are drinking too much, and they're doing drugs, and they're all dying. What can we do about it? What if we stopped dancing? And you're like, God damn it. Like, by any stretch of the imagination, it would not help. I, um, would, I was talking to Catherine about this, and for me, this,
1: this is what it does right for me, because <laughs> the plot is so ridiculous that it's like, this town has decided to outlaw dancing. And you take a moment and you look at that, and you're like, "This is fucking batshit insane!" Like, what?
0: they're trying what? to. I guess they're trying to like shut down the, the times when maybe they're thinking that shutting down dancing will shut down an opportunity to go get drunk and have mm-hmm. drugs. But it's like you're still you're still letting the kids like be by themselves at the soda shop. You know what I mean? Right. Like you're not with them, so like and they're what's,
2: listening to music at the soda shop.
0: yeah. Like, yeah. It just seems like a weird way to tackle the problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a very, very weird approach. It is Build-A-Wall-esque in its unhelpfulness to solve any kind of problems you might have.
1: <laughs>
3: Build-A-Wall-esque.
1: John Lithgow shutting down this entire town <laughs> to keep people from dancing. I have a lot of thoughts about john lithgow but those are later
0: (laughs) yeah all right so let's get into purely what the movie did well this
1: you like the plot it i like the plot because and i shouldn't because it does take itself seriously when it should not like this is an insane movie that should not take itself seriously but it goes for it and it does and it treats every beat of the plot with a hundred percent seriousness to the point where they are driving Mm -hmm. tractors at each other set to bonnie tyler's holding out for a hero <laughs> and they're just this is played as a dramatic da, moment when this is really like this is the kind of stuff i would write if i've just like if i've gone out to the bars come back and i'm like i'm gonna do my screenplay <laughs> and, <laughs> and this is what i come up with is just fuck yeah dude he's on a tractor Hold on
2: Okay, but
3: the the Heston
2: boys in front of me here. What did you guys do if you wanted to challenge someone? Did you not go get your tractor? Well, we oh,
1: didn't, we didn't get into conflict with yeah. anybody. Yeah. But
2: like the people <laughs> who did, like, would that not have been like twenty years, 20, 30 years ago? Would that not have been? No. No.
0: No, no. definitely not. No. First of all, it would have been. A I don't fist think there's fight. Probably. I think there's a lot of '80s like. Stick to this movie where people are challenging each other openly all the time, yeah. and like that honestly never happened. You to have me like a school. Victorian duel culture. Yeah, they're this. just like, "What did you say to me <laughs> after school?" And you're just like, "I'm not gonna meet you after." Because I have nothing to better do, to do. Yeah, like,
2: I mean, but they don't have anything better. Do we they?
1: didn't have anything better to do, and our town basically was the town from Footloose. But like,
0: oh yeah, our t- you know how many churches our town of four thousand people has in it? Seven. <laughs> actually, Probably I think more, it's more than that. There's not actually. just
2: one reverend.
0: Oh no,
1: there's the seven. A whole lot of reverends. There's seven reverends.
0: Yeah. My dad was even pastor of one of those churches, so there was <laughs> in my life there were eight. Yeah. <laughs> and you went to the Catholic church, so there yeah, was nine. Nine. Oh <laughs> well, well,
1: we actually went to two Catholic churches. There's ten. We rotated Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> whole lot of whole lot of churching it up in Heston. In the town limits of Hessen there are seven churches. You've been there. It's not a big town. It's not a big no. town. We're th- There's not enough people. We're the town from Footloose.
1: <laughs> we got churches and a grain elevator. That's it. We still didn't play chicken. We didn't play chicken. Ryan tra- may have played chicken. Yeah. Ryan always talked about wanting to play chicken, but I don't think he ever did. <laughs> I'm trying. We did plenty of dumb stuff. Oh, uh, we did so much dumb. You want to
0: know stuff. what the dumbest thing? Um, the the most hick thing I've ever been involved with is just as, I wouldn't say it's just as dangerous, but it's just as stupid. Have you ever heard about watermelon rolling? (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, this is going to make me sound worse than playing chicken. We are going deep
1: inside baseball here. But this is great. Okay. Shouts so, out to Ryan because Ryan introduced us to watermelon. At least me.
0: Uh, watermelon rolling. Came I'm trying from to Ryan remember. I'm sure I probably did it with Ryan. I don't I'm know if it. Ryan it was the, was the first person. The first thing
2: idea. I did was roll a watermelon. Okay. No, 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 no. No, no. So,
0: okay. So you are going to laugh. <laughs> okay. This is the dumbest thing I've ever done. Watermelon <laughs> rolling. So, so enlighten me. Oh yeah. Watermelon rolling involves uh, at least four or five people. Yeah. A watermelon, a country road. Just
2: one watermelon. Oh, if you to do it a, a few times, so you're gonna time. watermelon. You're products.
0: probably gonna get multiple. Okay. Um, but it involves are these homegrown five people? Watermelon? No, we'll go to Dillon's, oh. yeah. You know. Um, but it involves <laughs> Support a country local road, businesses. splurge,
2: and go to Newton, and <laughs> a country
0: road, a truck, an open tailgate, and you have to go at least fifty miles an hour.
2: Fifty? Yeah. On
3: a okay.
2: So the, the way road.
0: watermelon okay. rolling works <laughs> is someone's <laughs> driving. You've got two to three people in the back of the tailgate holding a person. That There's an, an additional person hanging over the tailgate, holding the watermelon the in fuck? between their palms. They put it on the ground. The car starts going you know, up to speed, basically up to speed where the watermelon is rolling so much in your hands that it's starting to burn your palms. And then you let it go basically. And then what happens is just like
2: to see who can last. No, 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 no. The watermelon
0: watermelon rolls so fast that all the water inside the watermelon expands to the outside. And basically you spin it enough that when you let it go, it rolls a bunch and then it just explodes. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. It's awesome. (laughs) i will take you sometime. I did a I did an essay on it in high school. I yeah. think actually, <laughs> I got an A. <laughs> in that same
1: vein, probably one of the one of the dumbest. So that's things what we did. did. So yeah. we
0: didn't challenge each other. we it was a group effort to do something dumb and hickish. <laughs> yeah. It was never. We always we never... came together. Yeah, it was a tight knit community. We did dumb hick things. Yeah, we like, not against each other.
1: We would uh,
0: we would well, tie that's a rope. True. I have a different example for that.
1: <laughs> we would tie a rope to the uh, the hitch of a truck when it snowed, and we would go and we would just grab a big sled or something, and we would just tie the sled to the rope or use like a skiing tow rope, and we would go sledding in the fields.
0: And you but, just sling them around.
1: Yeah. So then you're the watermelon in that situation. Yeah. And we would, they, did not, go, they did not go slow when we were doing field sledding. The best
0: th- way to do it is to get one of those uh, either plastic or metal sleds yep. that was a circle. The disc? Yeah. Uh. yeah. Yeah. So you could tuck yourself inside uh, and almost like a kneeboard, really. Yeah. Um, so it's like you're, a it, lot of it times, really is like you're kneeboarding. You're just yeah. kneeboarding behind a truck. The and best the way to do field.
1: it is turn it though. Turn it so the handle of it. The handle of the disc is right in front of you. And you put the rope. One, there, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. See, I never did that. Oh. I did One did you hand Ottawa? on that. I <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> But one hand on that to stabilize me and my knees. Other hand on the rope. That's a pretty good... Sp-
0: yeah. I think I did through the handle and back around and then both hands on that and my feet against it. Yeah. So, not- okay. less like a kneeboard for me. I wasn't very good at kneeboarding in general. So, I would just put that against. Because you
2: had so much practice with your... It's no
0: sledding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the only... Okay, so I was saying earlier, we didn't ever do dumb, hick things against each other. That's not totally true. Um, uh-huh. Sometimes... Are we...
1: Is this going where I think it's going? Well,
0: I don't know. Well, well we're yeah. gonna see. Because uh, I've got another one. Sometimes we'd find dead animals. Oh, no, mine is not this one. Jeez. <laughs> and we'd put them places. <laughs> <laughs> like... Um, well, it depends on who you're doing it to. Um, sometimes you get a dead animal and you'd saran wrap it to someone's car. That's the thing we did. Yep, that happened to me more often than I did it to other people. <laughs> to be fair enough, and yeah. it was my friends doing it to me. Yeah, it, so again, it wasn't like a m- message. So the whole thing is that if you did any of these things to another person, it would it would be so extreme that you'd be like, you know what I mean? Like that's uh-huh. that's worse than like the chicken fight. Like there's yeah. no coming back from that with your relationship with that person. Right. If you don't like them and you put a dead animal on their car and Saran Wrap it, then yeah, you're yeah, definitely would, not going to be, be friends. Bad. But if you're already friends, then you're it's like, okay. ah, it's okay. he's fucking with me and I'm going to fuck with him back. Like, uh, yeah. You know, so yeah. yeah. basically
1: We would also, so what I thought, uh, if we're talking contests, not necessarily challenges for honor, oh. but contests in general. I have a one, one after you, though. There's one that we did <laughs> multiple
0: times. <laughs> Um, and we this episode
2: be will be retitled Shenanigans and Hester. Oh
0: yeah, we're just gonna cut this part out and make it its own separate episode. Yeah, forget our <laughs> our spot <fruitless laughs> is coming in the next hour. <laughs>
1: but yeah, so we would get together and we would do milk chug. Oh tests. fuck yeah! And the milk chug is the best because you know you can't drink a gallon of milk without
0: throwing up in an hour. Try me. Okay. I Let's would actually love to see you. In an, an, an hour, yeah. yeah,
2: drink a gallon of milk in an Your hour.
0: Our body hour. Milk is supposed to not be able to handle that much lactose.
2: Mm-hmm. We'll see.
1: Yeah, and so <laughs> we would, we would sit. Um, <laughs> I
2: will do this. We went out. I accept
1: the challenge. Big milk. Oh. I can't. <laughs> I not remember whose field we were at, but once we did it at Hesson College. Another time we did it at somebody's like a field behind their house. Mm-hmm. We had a table set up, there was an audience, they had chairs, mm-hmm. and they had people going with timers to see who was thrown up first, like how quickly people got through. And the <laughs> it was just like a bunch of high school hick dudes just all vomiting milk everywhere. <laughs> and uh <laughs> the best though was once uh this guy Jordan, uh tall, like real goofy dude. great Friend guy. of the pod. Friend of the pod. Um, he, (laughs) he, uh, (laughs) to make it, to make more room, he would sit and he would shake his stomach.
0: He would just just sit there.
1: He's like, oh yeah, no, you got to loosen it up. And then when the time finally came, he took a knee in front of the trash can, stood and didn't even throw up into the trash can, just projectile vomit and milk. straight out and we're watching and it is a stream of milk and it is white, 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 red <laughs> and suddenly
0: he's just vomiting
2: blood. <laughs> okay, but when you guys were doing this were you just like straight chugging it or yeah. were you actually trying to well, make yeah. it last an hour? So
0: there's different approaches. Okay. Right? Um, so <laughs> Tell the, me tell me the expertise the, here. The core of the challenge is that no one will be able to finish. Right? In you, an will, hour. you will not yeah people you could drink the whole gallon of milk. Like uh-huh. you could get it down, but there's no way that you will keep it down. If you drink a whole gallon of milk in an hour, okay. right? Okay. So some people would be like, I'm just here to get fucked up, Heston style. <laughs> Which is, <laughs> I'm just going to drink a bunch of milk and throw up. I should say, on that note,
1: we did do it completely sober. Oh, yeah. Most of the, actually. We never once drank at that time.
0: Yeah, yeah. All of the dumb things I did in high school were completely sober. Yeah. Under the influence of nothing but my own stupidity. Um, <laughs> so that should be, that should be our poll quote, point. really, right? Yeah. <laughs> um... So, okay, so was gonna say so there's the there's the different approaches right so some people are just like i'm gonna try to drink the milk slow i'm mm-hmm. gonna pour it out into a cup and drink it from the cup that was uh alex's approach yeah right? a approach yeah another uh, friend of the pod yeah actually listener of the he's pod. gonna love this episode yeah <laughs> alex alex this is for you uh john oyer used to do it with us yeah. too the episode that's for ryan you, too, john. for
1: you ryan well, did riley for... ever do it with us i don't think riley ever did it with us did
0: riley's grade ever do it I think Garrett might have.
1: Okay. I think Garrett might have joined okay. us for okay. it. Okay. Um, oh, and Taylor did because Jared okay. did it. Yeah. So the, yeah.
0: it it spanned
1: generations. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um. So there was different approaches. Some people were just like, "I'm just going to drink the milk really fast because I know I'm going to throw up." And I want to be like the first one done. And that's the way they quote unquote won their version of it. Like they're just trying to get rich <laughs> And then other people really were trying to like actually complete it and be mm-hmm. like, I'm going to drink all of it in an hour. I'm going to take the whole hour. I'm going to try not to throw up. And they threw up anyways. Some people would put food coloring in it so that they would, when they would throw up, it would look different. <laughs> and they put green in it.
1: Yeah. So we could all identify what ours was.
0: Because cause when, th- when you throw it up, it's pure milk. Like it's not, it's not really anything else in your stomach. Mm-hmm. So it's just white. Coming out of you, it's just ridiculous.
1: Um, what else did we what like about this movie?
0: Yeah, <laughs> I was trying to think if we had done else anything else um. that was really, really stupid.
2: You know what we did.
0: We played Light as Feather, as a Board. Super
3: crazy.
1: Oh, oh we never messed with demons. Yeah, we never sure. fucked with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we did
2: demon shit all the time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we, we will push our bodies to their absolute the, uh, limit, but we are not fucking more, with the other world. I want to hear
0: demon stories. What are we you
2: doing the, with demons We in did, did Light as Feather, as a Board all the time. That was a fan fave. Uh-huh. Um, we did the one in for the mirror. Oh, Bloody you, like, Mary. Yeah, Bloody Mary. We did that one a lot. You should um, watch
0: Candyman with me. That's basically what that movie is.
2: We did like a pendulum. Like, with, like...
0: Trying to hypnotize each other? Yeah, like, that okay. kind of
2: thing. And then, um... <laughs> <we>
0: <laughs> I feel better about the things I did in high school. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I... Well, this was middle
0: school. I didn't okay. fuck with yeah, the this unknowable. Was, this was, like... Did you do a Ouija board?
2: No. Oh, okay. We didn't do that. Okay. Um, what else did we do? Uh, we did some other things. We, uh... What was that thing? You, like, put it over a map, like a crystal. Kind of like witches do. To, like, find where someone is.
1: Divining? Like, where you it, hang it? Uh-huh, and then like, it,
2: like, lands on whatever. Oh. Yeah, we did that. Fuck,
0: no. I didn't do that either. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll have to ask Sarah if they did any of this stuff. There's some city Same, Catholic yeah. girl stuff going on. <laughs> summon the demons, yeah. <laughs> uh, city
3: Catholic.
0: Nah, I saw, I saw The Exorcist at 12 and never fucked with anything like that ever again. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't afraid of monsters in my basement. I was afraid of Satan. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. My other favorite was Going like, back to how religious our uh, <laughs> our town was. My
2: other favorite was we would do this thing and like Oh, here we go. It was uh oh, we would, I we'd like slither up your back, so it'd be like ten snakes, and then it'd be like ten spiders, and then you'd crack an egg on your head. Like uh, and then eggs and you'd like down. and feel the yolk, you know, whatever, yeah. yeah. And then your whole back would have scratches on it what like it would look like little. it was like red scratches on your back what yeah after you would do the little thing yeah
0: i'm worried about that <laughs> yeah currently right now i'm worried
2: about that i could do it to you right now no that's okay <laughs> yeah i was like oh god
0: We just found, we're we're going to come back. This is going to be the,
1: uh, this is going to be the episode picture for this episode. (laughs) We better clear,
0: get clearances from all the people in this. (laughs) Just blur out
1: the faces. It's Rhymer and
0: Aro. Is that Rhymer? Yeah. That's Rhymer, but who's that one? That's Alex. No, that's Alex. Who's the guy throwing up? Oh. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's me. It's so weird to see without a beard. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) To go back and be like, oh, that's what Tyler looked like. Yeah. (laughs) Back when I could see what his upper lip looked like. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what
2: we did. We did demon shit.
0: Well, all of that is better than doing <laughs> chicken, chicken with tractor. I don't know. guys. I'm pretty sure that seriously went on for like. 15 we really can't. Yeah, we can really can't cut it out as its own pod. No, but uh, I, I'm keeping it. I'm yeah. keeping it in.
1: All right. So, what did this movie do well? We <laughs> the, already did that one. The soundtrack. Yeah, the soundtrack. the music is awesome. Yeah.
0: Jeff, going to say something <laughs> different,
2: <laughs> Jeff.
0: I there's some iconic music in this, right? Let's hear it for the boy. Do, 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 do. What's the one that plays while he's dancing? Never by Moving Pictures. <laughs> it, no, it's not. Yeah. Is it? Okay. Yeah. All right. Trust me. Oh, trust me. Tyler knows. <laughs> it's like the music is iconic. Yeah. I don't like any of it, Ugh. but it's. This you is the kind of music I go out of my way to listen it's to. It's 80s schmaltz. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine.
1: I love eighties soundtracks, man. If
2: you could just go to Funky Town and it would be all of this music and more.
0: <laughs> this is fair. We should go. We'll play on the time. Um, I do have a thing about what what I think this movie does well, and this is from a a business perspective. Oh. <laughs> So this movie made eighty million, which I think is probably pretty successful. All you said, "Flashdance" did two hundred and thirty. Mm-hmm. So, um, so maybe the movie is more but like a cult hit than like a super box office. But everybody knows the song "Footloose."
2: Right. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: So my my thought about this movie also
1: worst song in the movie.
2: Tyler.
0: No,
1: I love, I love it. Jeff's talking about not liking him. Eh. Footloose is my least favorite song in the movie, and it's still a very good song. Mm. I love every other song so much more. Like, they're I, all amazing. I like Let's Hear for
0: the Boy, okay. I think that one's okay. But <laughs> Footloose, I, okay. I, think I, I think I must have heard Footloose in, like, elementary school gym way too much. Like, they would yeah. play 80s yeah. music all the time during gym. And I was like, this is so fucking stupid. I hate this song. And mm. I thought that as a six-year-old. Um, no. no, but okay, so what I think this... This movie is like the last, maybe not the last, but it's, it's got some history in the type of movie that it is, right? Mm -hmm. In the, in like the fifties and sixties, people would release movies just to release a song. Like they would like do like beach summer party. It would be like the title song is like a beach boys song or like Uh a beach rock song. And the whole point of the movie was to release that song. Yeah.
1: Um, horror movies did it a lot too. Right. Um, and it's. Jason, uh, Jason takes Manhattan, solely released for uh, as a vehicle for Alice Cooper's The Man Behind the Mask.
0: <laughs> yeah, so uh, maybe it's or not wait the last no, thing. that might have been a six. It, regardless, it's not the last in the line, but like mm-hmm. this is a different type of movie at the time mm-hmm. than what movies are for now. Now you still have some movies that are released where there's a very clear intention to release a song along with it. Yeah, but um. This is like one of those movies. So uh, this movie came out in 1984. MTV came out in 1981. But the music video for Footloose by Kenny Loggins is just clips from this movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? So like it's... I I have another. This was not the last.
1: There was an absolute banger starring Val Kilmer featuring a song by one seal. (laughs) That's right. They used the Val Kilmer Batman movie as a way to release Kiss from a Rose. <laughs> because if you go and look up the Kiss from a Rose music video, it's all clips from Batman. Yeah. And Seal standing in front of the bat
0: signal while a fan's blowing on him. And it's one of the best music videos I've ever seen. <laughs> so, I just think it's... I think that's something this movie does well, is it's like... It was very clearly packaged for multiple purposes. It was, it was packaged to sell tickets. Yeah. But it was also packaged to sell the music from this movie. Yeah, clearly. absolutely. So I think that's something that the movie does well. I actually really like, for as much as I kind of do think the movie is, is schmaltzy, I like a couple other things about it. I do like the opening sequence. I actually think it's really clever. Like them, like the, the shoes, like dancing. Mm-hmm. Mm. I thought that was really good. And yeah. even, uh, yeah. So I, I liked that a lot. I really like John Lithgow. Yeah. I thought John Lithgow His performance
1: was the... is pretty good.
0: And it's like, um, that's a performance that does take itself seriously, mm-hmm. and it's, like, okay that it takes yeah. itself seriously. There, there are some writing
1: issues with him that I'm not as big of a fan of, but his performance itself is awesome.
0: I, w- I don't really know that I've seen too many movies with young John Lithgow. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, John Lithgow, for me, is Third Rock from the Sun and Shrek. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And then I've seen him in other things after that, but that's my yeah. introduction to John Lithgow. Um so what do you think this movie did really well Catherine because I know you really like, like it
2: um I don't know I really like eh, not to be cheesy but like the dynamic of the sort of clique in the high school you know mm-hmm. and just like those kind of inner workings and they do a good job of like is the um Ariel's like scandalous boyfriend is he a high schooler is he not a high schooler does he just have like a band of bullies at so the I high school to work for him? Yeah. You know, like they don't really ever make that clear. In
1: in the scene I where didn't that. that's a good you talk. know, yeah. when like, they're playing chicken with the semi, uh-huh. they mention like when he graduated, he just start like huffing something or oh, something like that. Yeah. So he is graduating mm-hmm. and still hangs around all these high schoolers, and it's. Weird, but yeah, 80s, you know. Well, I mean, yeah. that's what... Another time, another the place. Boys did
2: then, because they didn't go on to do things.
1: Yeah.
0: They're still in town, yeah. And they never can... left,
1: but if they did leave... They came back. They could have... The boys could have come back to town. I
0: actually think that's a really interesting, like, thought, because um, in our hometown, there like, there is a college, mm-hmm. right? Uh-huh. And so then there's, like, people who... Uh like sometimes they'll go to that college and they will stick around. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes they'll go to that college and go somewhere else but then they'll come uh, back. Yeah. But I do I do find that I think there have been more people that have gone through that college that have come back to live in our town yeah. than people who have gone to college elsewhere and have moved back. So like it's almost kind of the same idea of like there's some pe- and there's not that there's anything wrong with either, right? Oh yeah. But um When you get out of Heston though,
1: it's very unlikely that you're going to go back just because it's such like a different style of living than anywhere with more than 10,000 people. Yeah, it is yeah. very different. Yeah. You had another point that you weren't going to let me make. <coughs> I remember. I remember what it is. Do you remember what you told me yesterday? No. About gymnastics?
2: Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> That's true. There's a lot of gymnastics. <laughs> in
1: so,
2: right? have you noticed how in like a lot of older movies like 80s 90s ish but mainly 80s like gymnastics is a big focal point because like greece danny does gymnastics on his rotation of sports he's trying Uh but like now gymnastics is not a thing at all like was gymnastics just something people did a lot like where did that fall off i go and like why i did gymnastics
1: in the 90s fun fact did you really do gymnastics? Yeah. Like in, in elementary school? Yeah.
0: Yeah? Yeah. Okay.
1: When I was in four. Was, was it just a
0: good? way to get out of, like, all your energy?
1: Yeah. No, De- Denise signed me up for that.
0: <laughs> well, I'll believe that.
2: Okay. I might I, have to follow up with her. I think...
0: It, here's here's what I think. So, one, I know it actually used to be way more popular. I got kicked yeah. out of gymnastics, so Especially
1: with... I should say that. Male. You yeah, because like
0: I, I knew a couple of guys that... Um, and not that there would be anything not masculine about doing gymnastics, but, like, dudes that are, like, these big, brawny, burly dudes uh-huh. are, like, yeah, I did, you know, I did gymnastics when I was, you know, in college uh-huh. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, looking at them, you're, like, I don't how? think so. Yeah. How yeah. did you fly uh, your body in those But ways? I wondered if it was a way to basically, like, illustrate, like, why they were able to do, like, like how it basically made... Dancing for them more masculine was yeah. like it was more like a sport uh-huh. and less yeah. like a expression. You that know what I mean? Dancing for guys. Expression of their then. feelings. Yeah. Well, and not
1: that you would. Oh, well, it is an expression of Kevin Bacon's feelings. So. No, but that's I can't saying. wait like, to talk about that scene.
0: Like, it, is it a way to make it the characters specifically in these movies more masculine? I think so. By making them gymnastics. Uh huh. Gymnasts. They're not gymnastics. They're doing them gymnastics. gymnastics. They are gymnastics, <laughs> but I don't know. I thought that was interesting too. That's yeah. a good point.
2: I don't know, cause like, so you're not good at football, so you do gymnastics.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You because you. But mentioned like in a my opinion, like you need movies. to be just
2: as strong from gymnastics, yeah. if not stronger for yeah. that yeah. than you do for football.
1: Yeah. Like John Stamos is a uh, it's core strength versus yeah, yeah arm strength. John Stamos is a gymnast in the banger Never Too Young to Die <laughs> featuring Gene Simmons as a transvestite supervillain. Awesome. And him as a teenage superstar. Same spy. for
0: the recommendations. <laughs> uh isn't there another movie where Tom Cruise is a gymnast? Not like Mission Impossible. Well, no but like not like not that's not the plot, but like I think he's a is he's it? also a gymnast. Like Was it does risky gymnastics. Business? I don't know what it is. Now I'm forgetting. Top Gun. Could have been. it's Top Gun? Is it Top Gun? Is it yeah. gymnastics in Top Gun? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. That's
1: it's well, it, so they're out playing volleyball in their I'm, jeans. <laughs> that's
0: not gymnastics. They're sure. no,
1: they're out playing volleyball in their jeans, and then uh, Tom Cruise then starts doing gymnastics when they win Is it to night celebrate and, day? and flex on Vilca- Val Kilmer.
2: <laughs> Speaking of gymnastics, I'll save it for my recommendation.
0: <laughs> okay. Should we move on yes. to what this doesn't do well? Yeah, yeah. it
2: doesn't
1: do well.
0: We're kind of transitioning back and forth. Yeah, we've. Now. This has been kind of. Can a... we
2: talk about Ariel?
0: Yeah, I don't like her. No, I couldn't stand her character. Eighties don't do a great job of giving great female characters. Yeah, yeah. I just it's... I don't like
2: her. But I mean, she's not like for being like the hot bad girl. She's not that pretty. <laughs> I you know I, agree I don't know that. like I agree with that compared to what are some other eighties girls actors?
0: uh know. the girl from Dirty Dancing. Yeah. Yeah. Um.
1: Or the sister from Ferris Bueller. Isn't that the same person? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you just wanted to say Ferris. Bueller. I um, did. Well, I did want to mention Ferris Bueller because Sloane, like, like yeah, Sloane, uh, Jennifer in Back to the Future, like yeah, I yeah, you know there were
0: hot women around. They mm-hmm. could have been in this movie. Sloane was eighties hot. Yes. Yeah.
2: I don't know what to- like. Is it supposed to be an 80s movie? Yeah. Like, is the time that they're portraying, is it supposed to be the 80s? I
1: think it was set present day when it came out.
2: Okay. So, I don't know. For coming out... Because they are
1: playing, like, bang right?
2: Right. Yeah, yeah all com- the
1: music they played was actually existing there in the yeah. movie. It was diegetic. Yeah. Um, which...
2: Can we not use it, fancy words? Which is uh, why
1: holding out for a hero is so good.
3: Anyways.
2: Yeah. But, I don't know. She's just not... a. I don't know. I feel like there could have been... Potential better picks.
1: I just didn't like her performance or the writing of her. Yeah. I think she was really She went back and
2: forth with, like, the vibe she was doing. She
1: went from having an absolute fucking death wish... Right. ...to then being, And being
2: psychotic.
1: Yeah. I don't know. She was just all over the place, and I didn't... It didn't serve the character... Or serve the story for me, and I just... I didn't enjoy her addition to the story.
0: I think, yeah. I mean, again, I think... I don't think she acted it well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also don't think she's well written. She would, yeah, so, like, she did not get a They good gave part her lines her. that were like I'm going to deliver this normally and then her dad says something and she's like like yeah. this, this blow up and then she's like oh I'm a good person again. Like yeah. you're just like pick a pick a lane. And I, you could have also done in like I'm a hormonal teenager and like explained it that way but it's just like no this is how I mm-hmm. am. This is just who the uh-huh. person that I am. Um female character I like better is Rusty. I didn't, who know her
1: I
2: didn't name was realize who took end. him to the end of the movie. To realize
0: it was Sarah Jessica Parker? with the yeah. credits
2: rolling, <gasps> Rusty was Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> what? <laughs> like where the fuck were you this whole movie? I don't
1: know. I just, I, I, I have no excuse.
2: <laughs> I'm pretty sure even when we started this watching this movie, I made a reference at the beginning when she first appeared. I was like, oh, look, it's little Carrie Bradshaw. Or, like, something like that. And you said nothing. Yeah. So I, you probably didn't hear me. I either. probably
0: didn't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you guys think about Kevin Bacon in this movie? Love him. Love his performance. Okay. Yes. <laughs>
2: Jeff does not. I can already tell.
1: Because, like, again, it's... It goes into what I do like about this movie that it is campy as hell, but it takes itself seriously, which is exactly what his performance does. Like his, he's a ridiculous character doing ridiculous things, but he's taking it seriously, and he's like he he cares about the scene where he's playing chicken with a tractor. He is putting genuine emotion into this angry dancing scene in a warehouse. Like it's, I I love his character. I just I like Ren a lot. It doesn't make sense, but it works.
2: Jeff.
0: Okay. So,
2: what do you not like? Here's
0: my bold take about this movie. The worst thing about this movie is Kevin Bacon. Oh. Ooh. The he went worst there. the worst thing about this movie is Kevin Bacon, and oh. I'll tell you why. One, Kevin Bacon in this movie looks like David Bowie. <laughs> yeah? Okay. I don't understand it. Um Two, I think that the dynamic of him coming, like, I get the him coming in, he's a Chicago kid, and he, like, knows stuff that these kids don't, and, like, whatever. But, like, I I don't get an ounce of cool from Kevin Bacon. Like, if Kevin yeah, Bacon like, walked in my scrawny. high school, I'd be mm-hmm. like, who the fuck is this kid? Right. Like, I wouldn't immediately be like, oh, he's so cool, and he's right. so good looking. Well, I, like, I, I just think, think he's, he's, he's the did. wrong... I mean,
2: for that school, though. He,
0: he's the... Right away, the girls when they see him at church, are like, "Oh, he's cute." Oh, okay. Really? Is but he cute?
2: I think that's more speaking. <laughs> he's from, exotic. Like, I feel like you guys are boys, so you probably don't get it. But no, speaking I from find, like the sm-
0: yeah, go ahead
2: from, from like a small <laughs> school perspective, like it's because he's the new thing. Yeah, I've but not been there, done that. But like, is, he, um, but is like,
0: he, no. he? But is he cute? No. Okay, I think.
2: But I mean, like <laughs> you know, for you guys, like if someone who rolled up to Heston would everyone yeah, but be they're
1: like, not... ooh. No, yeah, everybody's like, hey, who's going to date them? <laughs> no, that's, that's true. Yeah, See? that's true. Like, so I get that.
2: It's a fresh meat kind of thing. like
1: Fresh fish. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm going to get you a jar, and if you make references to Jaws, you're just That's not, not Jaws. That's Shawshank. I you can make
2: any sea animal creature <laughs> reference.
0: We're just, it's gonna I be should like, get a Jaws it's jar. It's going to be like the douche jar from New Girl. It's going to be gonna a gonna fucking be movie jar. reference
2: jar. An unwanted <laughs> don't movie Don't make reference. it a movie <laughs> reference. a <Yeah, laughs> movie
0: reference is hard for this podcast. <laughs> but a Jaws reference, I think, is okay. Yeah, and a I think Jaws, Jaws gla-
2: Steven Spielberg, John Carpenter jar.
0: That's oh. you will bankrupt me. <laughs> I think we'll make. And it then a, I'll buy myself something shiny. It's I think it's a Jaws <laughs> jar, and I think it goes to buying. I think it goes to buying underprivileged kids copies of Ready Player One. Oh my god! <laughs> oh. I was right. About send them to, to every in br-
2: portable DVD players. To yeah, watch the movie. I was about
1: to be on board with you if it were going to be copies of Jaws. Boys and Girls Club.
0: Do you guys need copy of Ready Player One? Tyler Book will be and movie. The Tyler uh, Govart. Buy Ready Player One fund for Boys and Girls Club of America.
2: Educating the youth of America.
0: On... One reference at a time.
1: Oscar-nominated cinema. I would also go behind your guys' back and then put myself even further in the hole and buy copies of Jaws to put inside there and then give it away and then just throw the Ready Player One discs out into the road. It's a real Trojan Shark situation. (laughs) Um... Okay, what's so
0: let's Yeah, what's, what's yeah we can we can
1: wrap this up. I do want to make a quick note. Um, the prototype Miles Teller was just an absolute fucking unit. Willard? Willard, Willard. yeah. He, uh... Like,
2: they, those two, like, they very... He had a little head. Like,
1: is Miles and then Teller he's just, in the
0: remake? He's Willard in the remake, yeah, right, in right, the
1: okay. remake yeah. yeah. But they also look exactly Guess the same. Guess who
2: Willard in the real one is. Or, not the real one, but the original one. He's Sean Penn's brother.
0: I can see that. Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. I did like. Okay, so again, there's schmaltz stuff in this movie. I actually really liked the sequence where he learns to dance. That's, that my that's my favorite. Oh, that was pretty. That's my. We're about scene. to get into yeah, it.
2: That's so
1: we might as well switch over. So Catherine, talk a little bit about your standout scene. That Willard, Willard scene. That Willard scene. Oh. Why do I'm you like, like it? Like, why is that your standout scene?
2: Cause it's fun.
1: <laughs> I'm not challenging you podcast. Podcast. here. <laughs> <setting it> <laughs> you
2: guys like both. Squared up to face me like head on. So, Catherine. This
0: is called active listening.
2: (laughs) I feel like I'm an interviewer. This is
1: my supportive stance.
2: (laughs) Well, stop. (laughs) I don't know. Like, just like following it around like across the different, you know, environment Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And I feel like I'm talking in ABA terms. But, (laughs) um, and just them following each other and him mimicking Kevin Bacon and like, him teaching him how to dance and what Mm -hmm. that is is kind of funny because it's like, oh, so that's, that's dancing. That's your big famous dance. You're going to teach this Mm -hmm. guy who doesn't know how to dance, you know? (laughs) And then what that leads to at the prom and like his, when he's in like the circle, you know, Uh and his dance, he does. I'm like, that's not what you were taught. Yeah. That's not really that much like better you know i, I know. do
0: think the dancing in this movie isn't that impressive no no it's, it's not. like a lot of just kind of jolting around like right. the machete yeah. it's yeah. white people yeah. dancing right yeah th- we did talk did about you say this. this in the group i said this is a town white
2: people said, do you
1: think this is the whitest movie ever made <laughs> 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 i have an answer but i have an answer for one that tops it but you're gonna make me pay into the jar when i do <laughs>
2: Yeah, he said that, and I was just like. Okay.
1: Jaws is one of the whitest fucking movies ever. If you watch it. What
2: about Breakfast Club?
1: Breakfast Club super white. Like. Um, <laughs> I anyways. mean. Anyways. Half of it is like.
2: I also. Talking
1: okay. about the characters' privilege.
2: Um. The other reason I really like the Willard and, uh, whatever his name is, Rand, their little dancing because I like the song. Okay. So yeah.
0: I thought it was, a, yeah. it was one of those scenes that it did take itself <laughs> seriously, but the the cheese was, like, appropriate. Right. Um, the parts of the cheese it was aren't... oh, like, they're yeah.
2: BFFs now. Like...
0: The parts of the cheese aren't appropriate, again, for me, or all mm-hmm. Kevin Bacon mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Like, he's... I get the... They don't explain until, like, halfway through the movie that his dad, like, passed away. Yeah. Right? And yeah. so, like, you come in and you're just like, oh, Kevin Bacon's just, like, an asshole. Right. Like, he's just mad that he has to be in this town, and that's uh-huh. why he's an asshole.
2: Right. You don't know, like, the hidden background.
0: Like, just give me 30 seconds of, like, you know, if your dad was here, he'd be really proud of you. Like, just that right Right. away at the very beginning Uh to let me understand why he's such an... I don't know. Yes. What was your best scene? My
1: my best scene has to be the anger dance in the warehouse. (laughs) Because, so, I couldn't explain why to Catherine that so many of these scenes just had me... Laughing uncontrollably, but it wasn't like laughing at the movie. It was just like they're so ridiculous and they're so fun and they bring me so much joy because they just chose to do this in a movie. And especially that scene where he's dancing in the mill has been parodied so many times times. to the point where it has been complete, like entirely lifted and put in Hot Rod, which is another one of my all-time favorite movies. And it's that's one of my favorite scenes in
0: Hot Rod. So you too. can't help but think of all the other yeah, funny exactly. things about that. Yeah.
1: And then a a shout out for me is the uh, is the Tractor Chicken, set to Holding Out for a Hero because I watch that and that's just something that I see myself writing when I'm like six beers deep, just like. <laughs> This is going to be fucking awesome.
0: Oh, I can't wait. It seemed to me like the scene that you write when you're throwing things at a dartboard. You're like, all right, we're going to use some tractors. And what <laughs> song are we going to use? Holding Out for a Hero. Okay, that kind of works. Let's do that one. Like, Before they're like, uh, they're going to be riding on donkeys <laughs> and we're going to be playing Alex Cooper in the background. doesn't quite work. Oh, man. Let's do it again. I would like, like to see that scene. Though. <laughs> um, I think my my scene, scene is the same as Catherine's. Mm-hmm. I think that teaching Willard how to dance is... Um, probably the best. And I also really, I do like the John Lithgow scenes. So Mm -hmm. like the first fiery speech he gives, I really like.
2: The one and only thing I will give to the remake, because I fucking hate that thing, (laughs) is the fact that Dennis Quaid is in it and he plays.
1: The preacher. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I just love Dennis
1: Quaid. You do love Dennis Quaid. I like Randy Quaid. Anyways, (laughs) Anyways. <laughs> Least favorite Who's your favorite Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> Least favorite Doug. scene. Doug McQuaid. <laughs> My baby cousin's name is McQuaid. Oh, he's like 6 now.
0: Anyways, they Anyways. call him. What's that? your letdown scene?
2: Uh I I really don't like the like the soda shop or whatever the
1: where her dad rolls where up. Where her dad
2: comes. Like I feel like that could have gotten a lot more out of it yeah and like or that could have been done later in the movie and big the been the big blow up between them but instead it was just like oh you're being scandalous outside of my watch Mm
0: -hmm.
2: I'll go home now
0: and now my watch is ended. like it it seems like he should have had a more strong reaction uh yeah at the moment um... I see that. Or, like, sure. she should
2: have gone home immediately and, like, that's when they had the yeah. brawl at home, you know? Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> brawl. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I think my letdown scene... Uh. I, probably some of just the discussions at the home, like, the reverend home, or, mm-hmm. like, the... Um, the scene right before he goes to the, the mill and dances around, I didn't feel like we're enough to make him that angry. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like... I get that he's, like, mad about a lot of things. But he's just like, you wouldn't know anything about that, would you? I'm gonna get you better
1: so I can beat you to death. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. It, it wasn't the right motivation. Shout out, Hot Rod. Um, I
1: need to go to my quiet place. Um,
0: but I also thought, I don't know. The scene where they, um, Ariel and her boyfriend fight. Was yeah. real rough. Yeah. I mean, I get that. Like, you have to. Are they? They're using it to portray that he's like a shitty dude. But they also have her like weirdly. I, I thought they made a weird choice in having her punch him first. Yeah, yeah. they right?
1: wanted to make it seem like he was justified, and that's
0: still not still well, not justified. Well, and and why would you want that in the like World wouldn't you would you have rather have that she's like. Like, standing up to him, uh-huh. and he's like, no, and he, But instead, they he almost made it her. seem like
2: she's egging it on. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's like, that
1: bad message to send. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I
2: mean, like, does it go along with her psycho ways? Yes. But not the best right. decision. That, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, it doesn't make me want to make, have Kevin Bacon end up with her. Yeah, definitely right. not.
1: Yeah. What if she punches Kevin Bacon?
0: Right. Right. Yeah, there's like a, a Footloose 2 where it's <laughs> the aftermath of them actually getting together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They would not last. No. All right. Should we move it along and get? Yes. <laughs> Since nice. we took thirty minutes to yes. talk about throwing up milk in the middle of this episode.
2: Hey, but you learned about my demon ways. Yeah. <laughs> explains
0: a lot. Really, <laughs> <I'm> just kidding, <laughs> Catherine. What friend, um, of all the people I know that we're yeah. least likely to fuck with demons, you're probably the least. likely <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. <you> know. <laughs> this is news to me, and I don't like it. <laughs>
2: The more you, Why do you think I don't like scary movies? It just hits too close to the Now me. I understand. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> it's not as funny when you believe in them. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's What Friends experience? episode does this remind you of?
2: Um, can we do the wheel and then I'll do that?
1: Do the wheel first? Well, yeah, we're, we're going to do Domnall Gleason Oh, see do Domnall
2: Gleeson, and then I'll do it.
1: Who needs to be in. Who do you like in this movie? The guy with the mustache that's his boss at the mill
0: he's <laughs> okay. a good dude I like him yeah I didn't understand more that him. they're like being shitty to each other he's like I could start Thursday and they're like this is the thing where I offer you a job you don't mm-hmm. tell me when you can start like you know what I mean like yeah. I'm your boss that's just part of their relationship we're already starting this off on a weird foot yeah <laughs> I-, I liked it though it you worked. can refer to me as Mr. Manager <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my Don Hall is, um, uh, it's, it's going to be John Lithgow. Um, I thought he won the movie. Yeah. Um. He definitely won the movie. I it, do think they gave him some weird, a couple of weird choices of what to say and like, when to do stuff. Mm-hmm. If he would have been firing Brimstone the whole time, mm-hmm. I think I would have liked it a lot better. Um, cause then it, it, it makes his eventual, mm, like his eventual turn, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. much more. Mm-hmm. Where it seemed like he was fire and brimstone once, and then he's, like, kind of quiet, disappointed dad the rest of the time, and then he yeah. turns. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I will say, like, I wasn't... His turn... His turn happened too quickly for me. And I didn't touch on that earlier, but I'm I'm not gonna really dive into it now. But he... His turn happened too quick, but I still liked his whole character arc. Yeah. It, it was a good story, and I'm like, his performance is awesome. Yeah. Catherine, do you have a Domino Gleason award? Willard. Willard?
2: I don't know. I like that type of character. (laughs) It's very, like, Ron Weasley-ish. Yeah. And I like that. I like
1: his character a lot. I just can't get out of my head him being just, like, six feet wide. (laughs) And he got a normal size head. Like, in the scene where he's doing gymnastics, where Kevin Bacon's practicing gymnastics, and they show Willard in a tank top for the first time, and you see his normal head, and then just, like, no less than three feet of person, shoulder to shoulder.
0: <laughs> and it's just like, well, Willard, what happened to you? In this episode, we discuss body proportions.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, own your body, Willard. Yeah. I'm not body shaming you. I have my yeah. friend's
2: episode. Oh, do you? Uh-huh. Um, I think it's uh, the one on, like, New Year's Eve or something like that. But when Ross and Monica do their little dance routine. Uh, that they did from when
0: they were. Yeah. Okay. The... Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's a good one. All right. Are we doing recast wheel? Yeah. Let me get up into it. And. Uh, I really liked the. I was not on the Hook episode. Uh, if you guys have listened to that mm-hmm. one, obviously. I really liked the reimagining of Hook. I thought that was it. pretty. It pretty turned good. out great. It sounded pretty interesting to me. <laughs> I think I would watch it.
1: Also, the. This picture is basically just Willard.
0: <laughs> Thick Kylo Ren. <laughs> All right, are we ready to do the recast wheel? Yes. Yep, let's do it. All right, so uh, we've done this enough time. We probably don't have to explain it, right? Yeah, I know. No. If you don't know, well, now you know. You know. <laughs> I forgot how long it takes. <laughs> <laughs> Ah. The switch
1: from recast to uh, rewrite made the wheel a lot longer. This is my
0: favorite. Uh, We are going to reinvent Footloose into a heist movie. No. So first of all, what are they stealing? Yes.
1: Fuck. Yes, they are stealing. um, They're stealing a video instructional video on how to dance.
0: (laughs) The world has forgotten how to dance. I'm gonna
2: say they're gonna steal the like they're stealing the music back.
0: Okay, that works. They don't know what's in... No one will tell them what's exactly in the vault, but they know it'll help bring... Bring dancing and music back to the world. (laughs) And,
2: like, books. There's books in there. They'll bring back literature. It's... Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, it's like a... Like, book of UI, where they're, like, all fighting for the same thing, and they have no idea what it is, and then Mm -hmm. they find out it's a braille bible. Like... Oh, Man, yeah. I really hope everybody's seen Book of Eli. If you haven't, I'm not going to apologize for <laughs> hey, ruining
1: that movie's like nine. I'm years not going to
0: apologize for ruining uh, in Book of, of Eli. Instead of
2: Reverend being like,
0: Well,
1: Riley ruined he's it. He's still me, all so. like,
2: Haiti on like music and shit, but it's really because he's the one who has the key to the vault, uh-huh. and they need to like you know. Yeah, he, get he the has key.
1: to protect the secret of
0: the music. Right, right. As part of the heist, they have to steal, like a key or a code from his pocket. Uh huh. And so they, uh, the daughter is a part of it because she distracts him. Yeah. Yes. And then they pickpocket him. So basically, Kevin
1: Bacon does gymnastics behind him to try and snag it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, but that, no, so much Kevin of this movie Bacon carries doing gymnastics over. is helpful later because he's like the guy in the oceans. He's d- uh,
0: the amazing Yen. Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that like does or like, all the vault work for them. Or like
0: the French guy who jumps through all the lasers. Yes. yes yeah.
2: Yeah. And then
1: the first time they try to hey, pick what
0: movie did that happen in? Ocean's Twelve. I uh, the whole time we were listening to I was listening to the hook pod, I was like, guys, I could have helped with this. Like it was Ocean's Twelve. <laughs> Back to our plot. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have let you make the bet. <laughs> um, but yeah. the the
2: first time they try to get the key from him, it doesn't work. So then, like later on, the wife ends up ends up betraying the reverend and then she gets in on like the heist too. All right. And ah. she like gets a cut of it or something. Ah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Ah, I like it. Now what's uh, what is Willard's role in all this? Heist? Willard, is he, is he's is your he, wheel man. He's your body man. I was going to ask if he yeah. was Matt Damon. Is he, yeah. Is he the pickpocket mm-hmm. or is he the bumbling wheel man?
1: The bumbling. Yeah. He's, he's definitely going to be your, but bo- Willard is a combination of the twins. From the Ocean series. And, yeah.
0: Is he also Ving Rames from the Mission
1: Impossible? Yes. Okay. And
2: Rusty Rames. is Matt Damon.
1: Ah, she's the pickpocket. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Uh-huh. That confused me when you said that, because I was like, no, we haven't cast anyone as Brad Pitt yet. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> but we could sure. just say Rusty is we'll Rusty. Rusty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That pretty okay. solidly yeah. covers And it. so yeah. then they finally get the tape out of the vault after Kevin Bacon breaks in while listening to his angry songs and he gets into the vault he busts out and everybody's coming after him and the like the dick boyfriend is chasing him down and Kevin Bacon runs out with Willard and he hops in his only trusty getaway vehicle a tractor and holding out for a hero begins to play and you still have this same sequence
0: all the same music is in yes. this as yes. well <laughs> I like to think that it's the, it's almost got like a um, Da Vinci Code esque mm-hmm. part to it, where the church is holding all these secrets. Yes, and uh, the boyfriend is like actually a cardinal in the church or something like that. <laughs> like a... Jesus. <laughs> yeah. and he's been sleeping with the enemy. <laughs> what other what other 90s references can we throw? In <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, Julia Roberts is in it. When you're dancing, we're going to add her. When you're dancing, you can't rely on, you can't think through things, so you really have to rely on your basic instinct.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And the hard part is that everybody is religious in this, so they're like trying to figure out, you know, like what's truth and what's lies, you know?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. So how young do you think Rusty is? You know, sometimes people call, like, Sophomore. Yeah, oh, sophomore. So, a little baby in high school, right? So, you got Willard, you've got John Lithgow, and you've got Kevin Bacon. So, you've uh, got three men and a baby.
0: I thought you were going to try to put baby in a corner. Nope. <laughs> going three men and a baby. <laughs>
3: Okay. Anyways,
0: next. <laughs> that's, so, like, that's like $20 in the reference jar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: This is why it can't be straight yeah. up movie references. All right. Um, so we are bringing back in our listener question um, or audience response because they didn't ask us a question. We asked them a question. Sure. Um, but we forgot to do that last week. And I do want to make this a weekly thing and have it be an applicable uh, thing every week. So, this week is top three uses of a song in a movie, and this is excluding the actual score for the movie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so, I've got mine, and then I have some of our listener responses pulled up. Uh, who, who wants to go? How do we want to do this?
0: Uh, why don't we do some listener ones first? Okay.
1: Um, the guys over at The Unlucky Ones gave me Bad Reputation from Kick-Ass, which is an awesome scene. Uh, you Can Never Tell from Pulp Fiction. Which Pulp Fiction has plenty. Uh, Tarantino in general has a lot.
0: I wouldn't say I've got some from, from Pulp Fiction that yeah. I think I would have picked, but...
1: I've got one from... See, I if I'm picking one from a Tarantino movie, it's not Pulp Fiction. My Mine is Reservoir Dogs for sure. Yeah. If I'm picking Tarantino. That was and one then, that was... Yeah. And then they have Night Call from Drive, which Drive uh. in general, um, I... I said I would tell this story on the podcast. We had a video store in Manhattan called Digital Shelf, um, because I was tweeting with the Unlucky Ones guys Mm -hmm. and said I would mention this. I got banned from Digital Shelf because I racked up so many late fees on a copy of Drive. (laughs)
3: Shocker. I'm
1: fairly certain I had $47 worth of late fees that I never paid, but my junior year Digital Shelf closed and moved to a new location. And they did not have that on record, so I was able to go again, and then I got banned again.
0: But <laughs> what did you forget that time?
1: Um, I don't even remember. I think I rented something for Riley's ex girlfriend that she wanted to watch, and she never took it back. Um, so, what are, to what, are you, what are you gonna do? What? What are you gonna do? <laughs> Scott gave us "My Heart Will Go On" from Titanic. It's a good book. Uh, Dreams by Van Halen at the end of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. That's a niche pick. Uh, even more niche pick is This Land is Your Land at the end of The Luck of the Irish. <laughs> the Disney Channel original. Oh, Damn.
2: <laughs> That's a good movie. Have you seen that yeah. one? Yeah.
1: No, I like that I'm one. I'm not talking to you. Oh, okay. Have you seen that well, one? I've seen that one.
0: You That's, have
2: seen it? Yeah. Okay. We could watch it again for St. Patrick's.
1: Mm, we
0: could. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be okay, okay. not watch it. Maybe I just won't do that part. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Garrett for two views gave one. There are a lot of these that I debated putting <clears throat> on my list, which kind of helps me. Cause now I don't have to include them on my list right. and I don't get, uh, I, I don't have to cut out some that I love Garrett from two views. Uh, he gave us power of love and Johnny be good from back to the future, yep. which both amazing scenes, danger zone and take my breath away from top gun. He gave me two for each of these movies, yeah. which is completely understandable. Yeah. Uh, Reservoir Dogs, The Little Green Bag, and Stuck in the Middle. Stuck in the Middle with You is... Yeah, Stuck in the Middle with You is such a good
0: goddamn scene. Have you seen Reservoir Dogs, Kathy? I don't think so. Um, Do Should we spoil it? I don't want to spoil it. Will Will you watch it? Do you think you'd watch it? She would watch it with me if... She
1: would enjoy it. Okay. So we could watch it, so don't spoil it. Okay.
0: I agree with the pick for Reservoir Dogs. Yes. I think you when you get to that scene, the music with it is good.
1: So, so I'm going to just pick one from a few of the other people, okay. uh, instead of just reading through everybody's list because we got a lot of responses and I love it. Like I love that we are getting engagement from people. Uh, Dodd gave me all of the state or well one any song from Greece too, <laughs> because it's amazing. We had multiple requests to review Grease 2, you guys, and it <laughs> hurt Only me
2: that I couldn't. Only if we get to do the first
0: one. Do a double feature? Yes. If it's a review, no worries. Yeah, or if they, if they we are leave bound, a review. Listeners, if you're listening, if you review the pod, we are bound to do the movie that you pick.
1: Uh, he also had all of the stadium <laughs> rock from A Knight's Tale, which is awesome. Oh, that's good. Uh, let's see. Uh, Greg from the first issue club. Uh, which actually won Podcast of the Year for Kansas City, Best nice. Local Podcast. Hey, congrats, guys. Um, they're awesome. Uh, it was a while ago, but still, they're, they're an awesome comic book podcast. Um, but Greg said the, uh, the Powerline concert in a Goofy movie. Ooh. And using this opportunity, because I didn't say it, but uh, Show Me the Way to Go Home in Jaws, when they're <laughs> all singing Drunk at the Table,
0: my favorite thing about our Twitter poll is that people know how to pander to us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if they just mention Jaws, Tyrol will respond. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, somebody mentioned
1: Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then we also, we had some <laughs> Immigrant Song from Thor Ragnarok, uh-huh. uh, Closer by Nine Inch Nails and Seven.
0: Oh, uh, That was one of my other favorites. Yeah. books. That was really good. Uh,
1: and then Gimme Shelter by the Rolling Stones and The Departed is also awesome. Uh, but I think we can probably go ahead and do ours now.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Catherine, do you have any? Yes. Okay, let's hear them.
2: Um, from The Lion King? I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts.
0: <laughs> Solid. <laughs> Hell yeah. Solid pick. Not what I thought you were gonna say. No, but not yeah at
2: all. <laughs> uh, that one. Uh the whole <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a good pick. That is great.
2: <laughs> Going with the coconut theme. Uh coconut, like the put po- I put the, oh, yeah. in the coconut shake from Practical Magic.
1: Oh uh, like, okay. yeah. Okay. I thought you were gonna um, pick people juice. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> she just changed my list.
2: No, <laughs> um, and then the whole bitty, bitty 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 bum bum sequence in Selena, yeah, is a good one. That
1: montage is awesome, yes,
2: um, yeah, okay. Oh, 76 trombones for Music Man, okay, okay, I'll leave it at that.
0: Gotcha. <laughs> Jeff, what about you? Um, man, I have a lot, but I think the stuff I said on Twitter is probably the stuff that I'll stick with. So for me. Uh, what I immediately jump to is stuff that's either the best is what's the best use, and then like what's my favorite use, mm-hmm. and then we talked about that a little bit on tour too. It's very hard sometimes to pick what you're gonna go with because something iconic that I think really fits this is Breakfast Club with yeah. "Don't you like." Let's,
1: about
0: like if you listen to that song, you know mm-hmm. it's from the Breakfast Club. Yeah, like that they're so tightly entwined that it's mm-hmm. pop. It's like Footloose, right? Like you don't mm-hmm. think right. of Footloose without also thinking of the movie. Now they're named the same thing. Yeah. If, if that movie was called Breakfast Club, or if that song was called Well, Breakfast it's like Club, I then. hear
1: I hear Never, and I think of Footloose. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, um, I think that's one of mine that I, I think is it's so iconically tied to that movie. And then the other one, personally for me, is. Uh, if you know, and I've said on the pod before, like Big Lebowski is one of my favorite movies yeah. of all time. And so for me, the very opening sequence that they're playing, um, Bob Dylan, is of my favorite because it hits and you know the movie's coming. And you're just like, I said before, it's like comfort food. Like it's yeah. just like, ah, I'm like sinking into two hours of my favorite movie that I know it's coming. And um, I don't know. I just really yeah. for that.
1: All right. Mine. One, okay, so it didn't make my final list, but I wanted to mention it is the higher and higher montage from what Hot American Summer when he's <laughs> training with the cook.
0: That's a good one.
1: <laughs> and he's like they're running, they're dancing, he's in like a a senior citizen like chat club where they're all drinking coffee. <laughs> <and> <laughs> show me the fever, taking it higher. Into the fire. Okay, but yep. Uh, my actual ones are going to be the uh, the scene from the end of Baby Driver, where he uh, where he runs away from them, and that like that is the peak of Edgar Wright doing what he's trying to do with music and movies. Like it's when he's running and every single thing is matched to a beat of the song, including. Like not just his footsteps, but the guns, the shit breaking, like him running through a store. Another song being overlaid over it that also matches the beat.
0: Is that when he's? Is that the thing with John Hamm or no? Yeah,
1: it's okay. it's the one where. Um,
0: is it Brighton Rock?
1: No, 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 no. It's the one before Brighton Rock.
0: Okay. Uh, with Jamie Fox. Oh, they're all shooting. Okay, yeah, shooting. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have one
1: more. You have one more. Yeah. Let's hear
2: sorry. It. So I really like old music and I like <clears throat> the football movies that all seem to have the same plot line like we are Marshall Remember the Titans mm-hmm. like whatever but Remember the Titans they use Ain't No Mountain High Enough oh, and like that yeah. whole sequence That's and then like check. they go into the their little warm up thing on the field yeah I like that one
0: okay there I mean there's some good picks from uh-huh. Remember
2: the Titans mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah yeah so my number two pick
2: oh you're my number
0: two <laughs> yeah. Jesus you did have five yeah, yeah. You got five. The last one you just did was five. That's fair enough.
1: enough.
2: You're just like you have a lot more of an explanation.
1: That's true, and I should I should cut it down a little bit, but I'm not going to. Uh, But second one is the intro to Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. um cuz it's almost picked that. It's yeah, a very it's a and I wanted to use it and as an example for people to like show them what I was like looking for with this question but I was like I can't do that cuz I'm going to say this for one of my answers. Yeah. Cuz it's very dark and foreboding and then like you it's a very creepy atmosphere and then he just kicks on the walkman and you're like okay like cool I am this is a different kind of movie and I'm here for it like it sets the tone not just for that movie but the rest of the Guardians franchise moving forward.
0: I think that's that has a similar feeling for me as the beginning of Big Lebowski. Yeah. Where, like, it's that intro track that sets the tone that you're just like, ah, yeah, I know yeah. what I'm sitting in for. Mm.
1: Absolutely. And then my last one is going to be Beetlejuice. And it's... Jump the line? Yeah. Jump in the line and, uh, and Deo when they're... Because...
0: It translates to the same thing, doesn't it? No,
1: you have two... They have two Harry Belafonte scenes. Oh, sorry. They have the one where they're possessing their dinner... Yeah. And then the one at the end where it's uh, jumping the line.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, so I I love Beetlejuice, and I love Harry Belafonte, so that's like that's a no-brainer. I think those are
0: all solid picks. I really yeah. like a lot of Catherine's. Catherine
1: had some solid picks. And
0: I really liked, I thought our Twitter, Twitter Twitter, mob. Yeah. What do we call them? Hellions? Hellions? Hellcats? All right. Okay. <laughs> Something. Did a good job too. So should we yeah. get into our ratings?
1: I think we should. I think it's time.
2: <laughs> Let's go low to high, Jeff.
0: Yeah, Jeff, start. <laughs> um, I mean, about only half of this podcast is actually about Footloose. Um, <laughs> this, but this is true. Um, I think this movie for me goes between a four and a five. Um. I don't think I'm going to be in a hurry to watch it anytime soon. If I do, I'm going to look up something on YouTube to like watch the the dance sequences or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the what this movie does well is it's got these iconic scenes and dancing and stuff like that, but it's I think for me because it takes itself itself seriously is what I maybe don't super love about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I give it an 8. Wow.
1: Yeah. yeah I just Something about it, and it may be that I grew up with this movie, because my mom loves this movie, uh-huh. if that surprises you at all. This is very much up her alley. Um, and just, this is, it's the epitome of an 80s movie, and I just, I love 80s movies, mm-hmm. and it it does everything it tries to do pretty well, and it just, it hits for me, so this movie works. What about you, Kathy? An
2: eight. Eight? Still, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Solid. Yeah. That's probably,
2: I mean... It's definitely on the lower end of, like, these types of movies for me, but it's still up there.
0: It's right in your alley. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cool. What would you... I Probably the toughest... Oh. Uh, Oh.
0: Never mind. What were you going to ask me? What were you going to ask me? I was going to ask, based on this, if you liked this, or about recommendations. Okay, I was going to... And
1: I was leading into that, too. Like, I don't know how I'm doing this. I've got nothing.
2: (laughs) For recommendations? Yeah. Oh. Well, if you want more Kevin Bacon, but in, like, a more silly manner, watch Beauty Shop. (laughs) If you want more angsty gymnastics, watch Stick It. (laughs) If you you want more quiet reverend's wife, but in a spooky way, watch Practical Magic. My favorite
0: genre... (laughs) Spooky Reverend's wife, please. Netflix. <laughs> what can you give me?
1: <laughs> um, now I understand you were talking about the actress.
2: Yeah, the act, the lady <laughs> who plays uh, the Reverend's wife. She's one of the aunts in Practical Magic. Anyways. Hey, hit me so, up with something spooky. Speaking of her like. sister in Practical Magic, Stockard Channing used to watch Grease.
0: Okay. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I think Gre- I think Greece is a good recommendation. Yeah. Yeah. Grease Greece.
2: Um, honestly, like I know we talked about Dirty Dancing, but I feel like these are two kind of pretty separate things. Mm-hmm. Like they're both serious ish ones, mm-hmm. but I'm actually not that big of a fan of Dirty Dancing compared mm-hmm. to some other things. Um, Flashdance would be eh, okay. Um, any of what's his name? Who did Breakfast Club?
1: John Hughes. Hughes. Yeah, any
2: of his movies, yeah. like St. Elmo's, St. Elmo's Fire, um, any of his...
1: Any Molly
0: Ringwald banger. Yeah,
2: I feel like Modern, it's like kind Marvel? of a...
0: Molly Ringworm.
2: <laughs> same vibe, yeah. almost, I don't know.
0: I, I would agree with that. I was kind of thinking like, along the lines of John Hughes, mm-hmm. like, and I think, I think that's what I expected this movie to be, mm-hmm. and it's missing some writing and some charm. Um, for me, personally, yeah. mm-hmm. to be on the same level as the John Hughes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely say that. I was going through and seeing like stuff that was made around the same time that I have, and I actually don't have a ton of stuff that was made around the same time. Uh, I don't know that this is really a great segue, but, uh, I mean, Back to the Future, if you have yeah. not seen it. Hell yeah. Probably not too many people listening to this podcast who have not seen Back to the Future. Yeah. But, I mean, when I was watching this... If I was in the mood for something like this movie, I'd uh-huh. probably pick Back, Back to the Future. future. And then, um, uh, I'm trying to think... I don't have any really good segues like Catherine did. Catherine had really good segues <laughs> yeah. of why you would pick certain things. I was just trying to think of... of um, it, There's no reason that you I should recommend this movie based on Footloose. But I in my Google Play, I've got like when things were released in kind of the same time period... And uh, I've got the Disney Robin Hood. And I'm just going <laughs> to give that a shout out because I think that's a very underrated Disney movie. And I think it's really good. And Whistle Stop from that is a fucking banger. All some. right.
2: Ooh, if you want more widest movie ever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Damn, Catherine. Stealing all the good ones. That's awesome. Cheaper
2: by the Dozen.
0: Incredibly white movie. Incredibly white movie. Yeah, you know why? Because Hillary Duff's in it. Yeah. She's only in white movies. Yeah. <laughs> This is weird. Just, that was a joke. You guys are taking that seriously. Yeah. <laughs> well, now I feel weird.
2: I, <laughs> I was going to say because Steve Martin, but...
1: Steve Martin, also very white dad comedy. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And Ashton Kutcher.
1: Ashton
0: Kutcher, white bro comedy. Yeah. Uh, Bonnie Hunt. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the Superman from that? The, Henry Cavill. Yeah. No, uh-huh. it's not Henry Cavill. Tom isn't it Tom something? Yeah, Tom Welling uh-huh. or oh, the dude from uh, the older oh, brother. Smallville. Yeah, Smallville. you were older gonna brother. say Supernatural. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I almost did too. That's the <laughs> only reason I noticed. I would love to do a Supernatural or uh, not a Supernatural pod, a Smallville pod. Have you guys ever rewatched Smallville? I have, I've never uh-huh.
1: watched Smallville.
0: The first episode of Smallville. I think I put this on Twitter like not too long ago. I just rewatched the first episode. It is ridiculous. Uh one of the parents die in the meteor shower and they like get out of their car and they're like what's coming and they just get hit by a meteor <laughs> like the it's kind of like the the they both get out of the car and the husband like puts his arm around his wife as they're looking up and then they get, just get hit by a <laughs> meteor and you're like what the fuck is going on in the beginning of this show anyways
1: all right anyways what are we doing next week Alright everyone, so we had originally come up with one idea for what we were going to be doing next week and then decided to call an audible last minute and completely cut that part from the pod and go in a different direction for next week's poll. So instead of what we had planned and talked about in this section that got cut, we are going to be doing underappreciated sequels for the next poll. Our options are going to be Toronto Legacy, the 2014 Godzilla reboot, Fievel Goes West, and Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. I'm not going to tell you which way to vote, but if you know me and you have listened to the pod for a while, you know which one I want you to pick. This has been episode 23. Thank you for listening.